Welcome to Rowan College of Burlington County's Baroness Podcast. I'm Dr. Brooke Myatt, Program Chair and Assistant Professor of our Entertainment Technologies Department. I'm the co-chair of the Women's Advocacy Group, a subcommittee of the President's Advisory Council on Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. This monthly series highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community, and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. Tune in for a female perspective on the Burlington County community. We are here to listen to these amazing women. And if you want to hear from women who lead and inspire, this podcast is for you. Welcome to our July podcast. This month, we are honoring women, dream visions, real spaces, and a chance meet up at a park. We have two amazing women with us, Barrett Whiteout and Christina Bichetti. And they are the owners of a boutique design firm based here in Morristown. But they're more than that. They're international influencers. They're dynamic. They're inspirational. They're motivational. We have a formal ballerina dancer and a fashion designer morphed into this power couple. Thank you, ladies, for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Why don't we talk about this chance meeting in the park, how the two of you came together and put this vision of this amazing interior design team together. How did you know that it would like become this? I mean, I guess you didn't know it was going to become this, but that chance meeting in a park, how did you know that it was going to just come into something? I always have Christina talk about this story because <laughs> I feel like we've <laughs> talked about it so many times. So why don't you take the mic? Okay. So I had just moved here from New York to Philly and I knew no one. So I took a long walk one day and I went to the park with a friend and we I met Barrett and she was literally all over the place. She had her three dogs. She had her mom. She had her 11 month old son running around. And I was like, who is this crazy person and why is she here in the park? I was also the only one in the park. Right. It was. It's a very small park. Like literally you wouldn't even know. So you're like this lonely park and yeah. there's this wild yeah. lady. Me. And now you've kind of exchanged dogs for alpacas, but we'll get yeah, to that yeah. later. <laughs> so you met her. What was it about her? The fact that she was running around like crazy, I was like, who is this person? How come I haven't met her yet? Um, she lives down the street from me. And it turns out she had already started this uh, event design business. But she had told me that she was moving. And I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. This can't be happening. You can't move. And that's why she was in the park. She was actually about to um, sell her house. She was showing her house. So that's why the whole crew was in the park with yeah. her. Um, so we had just talked and kind of looked at uh, her Instagram. And just she was just showing me what she has done. And I left the park saying, oh, my gosh, I you know, I called my husband and I'm like, I think I just met my business partner. And she actually did the same with her mom. Even though she was moving, we both said the same thing. And it was kind of like the stars were aligned. She didn't end up selling the house. Yeah, well, I mean, I, so I had started this little company out of desperation. I used to be a professional ballet dancer. And when I retired, I took a job in a corporation as an event coordinator. Long story short, I basically was forced out of my position when I told them that I was expecting and ultimately then was left with nothing. So Chris and I had just bought our house in Philly, a brand new car for you know expanding our family and all of these things. And now I have no job and I have no money. 
So I, out of desperation, started event designing and planning because we had just got married. I knew that I could do that. Sure. And, and I you, had, you were reinventing yourself. You're right. Like, How do I do this? Exactly. And I have no like background in anything besides being a professional ballet dancer. So no one's going to hire me for any job, really. I didn't go to college. I don't have any skills besides that that I knew of right at the moment. So I started this event design company, but quickly realizing that I wanted a friend and a partner. I had my son with me. I didn't have a nanny. He was with me all the time. And I was a bit lonely and just kind of wanting to figure this out with somebody, but I couldn't find anyone that right. felt right, like sure. the right fit. So when I met Christina in the park, she just started talking about like her life and her background briefly. And I, I felt like a lot of our lives kind of inger, intermingled. Sure. And we never even like knew each other, but she was talking about things that like I also was interested in or I was doing and we liked similar things. And it just seemed like a lot of our past life was like parallel to each other. Yeah. And you just kind of had this connection. Yeah. yeah. So I left that day and I was like, oh my gosh, like that is who I want as my business partner. Like that's totally who I should be working with. But at the same time, at this point, I thought I was going to be moving to Las Vegas and trying to basically start that business there. Um, but then long story short, we ended up not moving to Vegas. And then that's when Christina and I decided to meet and talk about the potential of working together and like, what is that? Did everybody think like you met this crazy woman at a park and you're going to like go into business together? Were they like, what's wrong with you? Or did they say, wow, like, I think crazy. everyone just, I think everyone thought we were crazy just in general because we just like didn't even know what we were doing. Yeah. Okay. But we also at this, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I feel like our husbands were like, okay, whatever. I know they didn't, they actually didn't question it at all. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. I mean, before I met Christina, people kind of laughed at me like, oh, you're going to be a wedding designer? Uh -huh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Like the uh, jack of all trades, the master of none kind of yes, thing. Because right. I was yes, like, yes, yes, I, yeah. you know, I was a dancer. I'm going to start this design company. I'm going to make it a lifestyle company. We're going to do weddings, parties, and, and <laughs> interiors. And they're like, yeah, good luck with that. And so I think a lot of people did not at all think that this would be where it is today. So how did we morph from event planner, ballerina fashion designer to what you're doing yeah. today. I mean, it was really funny. Christina and I, you know, as we started working, we put together a portfolio basically to show things that we've done, which mainly were our own interiors sure. and then a few parties that we had done and also like our weddings. Sure. So we put that together and we went to a meeting with a uh, vintage rental company and we were sitting there talking to them and we had Hudson and Dylan with us because, again, both of us were moms. Working moms. Yeah. We had no help. Yeah. So we brought gotta our kids. Do what you got to do. Yeah. We brought our kids with us. We went through this presentation. And as we're going through the presentation, they they kind of stopped and they're like, you know, your parties are cute and everything, but can we talk about the interiors that you guys have done? Like, these are really like different and unique. And that's kind of when we kind of looked at each other and we're like, wow, people actually are paying attention to our interiors. I think in terms of both of us, we thought no one would take us seriously with interiors because we had no formal background. Right. But it just clicked. You it had did click. this unique perspective, this unique style. They caught on. You obviously caught on and saw that there was this pathway to do yeah. this. I think that was our first like boost of hope there yeah. that like confidence. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah, confidence. Yeah. And the minute we decided that we don't want to do uh, event design anymore, we didn't get a call for it. It was just strictly interior. So we literally just put it out there and it came. Yeah. 
So you just like manifest. Yeah. Let's do well, interior I be- design. And I believe in manifesting like, oh everything. And she knows like I'll put things out there and it does usually happen. So tell me what's manifesting now in your portfolio. What do you guys are doing? What's been like something that's been really amazing for the two of you to be a part of? So I would say that, you know, what we definitely are manifesting right now are large projects and large budgets because obviously that takes design to a different level. Sure. Um, So we do only focus now on full home projects. We've created other services, though, that can still target clients that want to do smaller projects. So we're not, you know, not hitting that market as well. Um, but our goal at the company is to be a full scale, full service and only take on a certain amount of projects a year. So that's kind of what we're trying to get to right now. We have probably 30 projects under our belt. It would be lovely if we had under 10. Um, but that all comes with time and being seasoned and meeting the right, you know, clients then that refer you to the right clients. Um, but unless you want to add to that, I feel like that's what we're kind of manifesting at the moment. What's your favorite thing to design Christina my favorite thing to design (laughs) I love designing beach houses I think because I love the beach and I love the water um we don't often get to do it as much um because there's already a niche in like the shore area but we would love to get into the Hamptons because we feel like that's a bit more of our vibe vibe and target client um, so I want to put bear, I want you to put it out there. Yeah, I just, I, I just had a call yesterday <laughs> with someone in the, the Hamptons. Hamptons. Yeah. Manifest yes. it. I went live yesterday on Instagram. Just ra- I'm very random when it comes to Instagram. I do not have it scheduled out. And yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go live and do a get ready with me. And I got a call or an email that set up a call. And then I spoke with her nice. and it is a project in the Hamptons. Why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you on all your socials? Because (laughs) well, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, you can follow us on Instagram. It's Wydell Bashetti. That's really our only social that we do is Instagram. TikTok is not really. Yeah, we're not TikTok. Yeah, I can't even. Barrett will send me a TikTok and I won't even be able to watch it because for some reason I signed up with like a different name or something. I have no idea. But Instagram's our biggest for sure. Yeah. What's been your favorite project to work on, Barrett? That's a hard one. I mean, my favorite's been my, my own house. house. <laughs> we always but say it's that. something for yourself, right? Because then yeah. you can kind of manipulate it how you want. You don't have somebody over you saying, I like or I don't like. It's you. That's the end-all client, right? Right. A hundred percent. And it's just been really fun to create something that I am so passionate about. And I know that Christina feels the same about her own project, meaning her own house. But I would definitely say that that has been my favorite. Also, because not only have I touched interiors, but now I'm touching exteriors, which is something that we don't do a lot of. And that's been a really great learning experience for me. Yeah. Um, And something that I'm now thinking differently about as well. Um, So that has been a great project. But, you know, working with, um, I would say Ben Simmons was a life like changing experience for for us. Um, obviously, you know, he's an athlete and and someone that people know uh, worldwide. So that was really huge for Christina and I to have a client of that level, you know, of, of right, being and that, known in, in right, the industry. Right, and that got you in Architectural Digest right. and you were in Philly Mag and you got to work with him and yeah. you did a really, really cool setup there. That yeah, must have been fun. Yeah, and we've worked with him now so many times and he's the type of client that we respect him a lot also just 
as a person and, and working with us, um, he's a very under like understanding client when it comes to the design and trusting in Christina and I and our vision. Um, and he really lets us do what, you know, what we see is best for him. So we really respect him in terms of that and being our client. And we've built this relationship with him that is something that we want to build with all of our clients where it's really where they're their designer for all of their homes. Um, they don't just use us for like one project. So that's been really nice. So it's really nice that you say about like your clients go to you with their visions and your visions. Where do you get all your inspiration for your visions? Is there a place? Is there an artist? Is there an author? Is is it just walking down the street and it comes to you? Where are you getting inspired for these amazing projects? We get inspired pretty much everywhere. But Instagram obviously is like a huge, huge, huge way of uh, for designers to get inspiration because we have designers that we really love and kind of cherish and really and it's all visual yeah it's all visual and it's kind of like we put together these mood boards for the clients um based on the bones of their home and like what we think their aesthetic is and based on that we will give them three different moods to choose from and then they give us the feedback based on the moods so that's how we start designing. And I feel like the moods even inspire us too. Right. Like as yeah. we're putting them together, it inspires us. But Instagram has been huge because it's so yeah. visual. Right. Obviously, travel is another mm-hmm. way. And fashion, I would say too. Right. And that's kind of your <laughs> section of starting. So what do you think you brought from being – I know you went to Parsons. And, and, and what do you think your area of expertise is bringing that to the Definitely. table here? Uh, the textile portion of it with um, the fabrics and the fabrications and knowing what will will work with that curved sofa um, and the content and even cl- cleanability and et cetera. Um, I also think like I understand, you know, the manufacturing of all of our custom stuff because we do a ton of custom, a lot, like mostly all our soft goods, which means couches, chairs, ottomans. Sure. Um we do hard goods too, but basically from like the having the fashion background, like it, it's very easy for me to pick up on the way things are manufactured. And I think you're so, you're both are really inspiring because at the levels of where you are, I mean, it you've been really worldwide um, going and, and designing for all different things and types of houses and people and clients and know how to work with people. I think that's one of the most um, biggest things in the creatives industry. It's also the hardest too. Yeah. Every client's so different. And how does that, how do you, a lot of different personalities. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you do that? How do you handle that? I just think that I was even saying this on the phone yesterday to the potential client that we're very down to earth, humble humans. And I think ultimately we just want to be transparent and honest at all times and all costs. And, you know, unfortunately you can't always please everybody. And even us just being the best that we can and, and trying to please that client, sometimes it's just never going to happen. Um, but we do really genuinely care about each project that we work on and each client that we work with and, you know, having that good relationship with them. So at the end of the day, I just know that we both go to bed at night knowing that we've done our best. Um, but, you know, we do enjoy people and we are people, people. Yeah. Um, and I think we're easy to talk to. I think there's, you know, a lot of designers out there that 
what I hear from other clients that maybe we're working with um, that have worked with designers is that sometimes it's really hard to talk to them because, you know, they have this like air about them or they don't want to talk about budgets. Like Christine and I are just very realistic. We understand that, you know, no matter how wealthy you are, uh, there's always going to be a number and we're happy to work within these numbers or help educate clients about numbers and Again, we're just very easy people, I think, to talk to um, because I think people see us on social media also being just ourselves, whether it's goofy or we're going to talk about like the hard times. Um, Sure. So we just try to be real. Yeah. I mean, because it's not always rainbows and sunshine. Like you've worked very, very hard to where you to get to where you are today. And I think what's really nice, too, is, you know, in your organization, you have young designers and you help build those designers up and and you give them a space for creativity. What are some things that you would say to young designers that are looking to break into this space of of design? What kind of motivation or, or inspiration would you give them? I mean, when we started, you know, it's kind of sad to say, but like we did a lot for free. And that's kind of what we tell people all the time. Or like if you want to get into the industry and you're not working for some big firm, then that you're going to leave and then start your own thing and get all of that experience, which we never did. You really kind of have to put it out there and you're going to have to kind of give yourself and, you know, use Instagram as a tool. Start posting lots of pictures that maybe just inspire you because you don't have a portfolio. So, you know, post other designers and reach out to them, ask questions, um, do a bookcase, go to a store and take you know, video of beautiful things that you like. It's just really about putting yourself out there and trying to uh, get those clients by them seeing ultimately what your vision is. Because like when we started out, we didn't have a portfolio. You know, we were just sometimes even styling couches with pillows. Like we had to kind of make things seem bigger than they were to get people then to see what our ultimate vision was and then use us. What would you tell your younger self now that you know where you are? to keep doing what? What would you tell your younger self? I would just say keep trucking because it is not easy and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of like brain energy and it's just, it's just a lot and you really can't think about how much it is, right? You just have to keep going and don't look back and that's what Barrett and I have done this whole entire process, this whole you know, eight years of working together. Just keep trucking. Yeah. And you can't, it's hard not to take it personally too when it's your own business. That's a whole nother level. Yeah. You don't take anything personal. You've got any more. I feel like, yeah, we've gotten so much better. You got to just let it roll off your back. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, we're only as good as our last project and also our referrals. So that's another thing. So like when we have a client, let's say that it doesn't end the way that we want it to end, you know, that does hit you hard because obviously you think about the referrals and all of those things. But again, one, you know, if you're going to bed at night and you know you did your best, that's all that you can do. I love that. You know, it's the when you go to bed at night, just looking at right. yourself and saying, I tried my best. This is what I gave. This is what I do. And what's interesting is, you know, the together when when you guys work together and, you know, you look on your socials, you're you're such a good sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And I can say sisterhood, right? I yeah. mean, I feel like the two of you come together and you collaborate like your sisters. Mm-hmm. What happens when there's a, you know, 
heads heads butt heads and maybe you don't maybe you don't like somebody else's design or you're gonna put <laughs> it's some, never don't that. put that couch there no, no. no it's never we never it's never about aesthetic I would say I okay. mean we give each other advice but like the only sort of like tiffs is just about you know obviously running a business it's two heads sure we're very uh type a personalities <laughs> okay um but we just respect each other so we never really get to that level where we're actually like wait like fighting or arguing about something we just we come to it there's always a solution so we come to that relatively quickly so we don't waste time debating it's funny because you know christine and i are very different people but we're also extremely similar in a lot of like ways sure and i would say that we're both alpha personalities like that's why we're able to run a business that's why we also want to run a business that takes that type of personality sure and you know some people might say that oh they're gonna hit heads all the time because they're that way but in all honesty I feel like that's why we get along so well because there is so much that we do agree on and we do respect each other so much and it's it truly is like a marriage and there has to be compromise. And sometimes you have to be the person to either step down or the other person has to step down and just be like, okay, I trust you on this. And that's, we do a lot of, I think that just, it's easy for us. It's never like a challenge. So where do you go to kind of step away from the constant? Because I feel if you, if you go on your social media and your thing, I feel like you guys are everywhere and every day at every <laughs> yeah, time. So and you are, you're, you know, you say I'm busy. I think you two are way, way, way busy. Where do you go to step away, take the breath, reinvigorate yourself, take a, take a second to just breathe it all in. So we now lately have been going to lunch every day. It's for us to step away from the office, from sure. everything. Granted, we're still working when we're at lunch, but at least it's a time to get away from the office, to get away from everything, Decompress. chat about the farm or whatever is going on in our lives at that time. And it's just kind of like a way to like get away from everything as we're answering emails. <laughs> it's funny that you say that though, because, you know, up until like a couple years ago, we could have never done, never. done that. Now right. that we have such an incredible team and we've learned how to delegate, we're able to do this. But my dad, who is an entrepreneur and you know ran these huge companies, he always told me that lunch was the most important meal to have when you were working and to take an hour to either yourself or bring your employees with you and have lunch every day. That was like the time that you need to decompress and kind of get yourself back together and like that's been like that's stuck within me and now we have been doing that and I really do look forward to that like every day that we're able to have right. lunch. So you think taking that time away really gives you that kick of creativity, motivation, decompression, togetherness that keeps you going. Yeah. Yeah. So my other my other question is you you have you have both have families. Mm -hmm. How do you make time? Because a lot of women in careers and especially powerful careers like you guys are traveling and you have so many different things on your plate and to clients and client meetings. And how do you make time for your family? Because I think women are really struggling about how to do that, how to time manage and, yeah. and make time. I mean, it's definitely the hardest and it's a, it's definitely a balance that is a struggle and I would say, again, like a few years ago, that was something that I was really struggling with because I was constantly on my phone, on Instagram, trying to keep up, 
nonstop and sure. we would go out to dinner and like my kids and my husband would be like, put the phone away. And I couldn't put the phone away because I was so addicted to like keeping up. Sure. Um, I feel like since we've moved here to New Jersey, both Christine and I have kind of like relaxed a bit and like been okay saying, you know what, like I'm not going to do this. I might not be in the office constantly if I don't have to be at this moment and I'm going to be okay saying no, I'm going to go spend time with my family or I'm going to have some personal time. Um, I think that's, I mean, personally, I feel like since we've moved here, that's been the biggest life-changing kind of experience and being able to allow yourself to step away. Yeah, allow yourself to step away, allow yourself to to know how to say no. Right, and be present. Yeah. I think being present is really important. Be present, yeah. What about you, Christina? Well, now we have sports every (laughs) single night, which is... (laughs) Yeah, it's like the death of me. But um, yeah, I mean, there's you always can figure out something, even if the kid there's with a bear situation or husband's injured at the moment. Right. So she has to literally take two kids to either sports like across the town, different places. And she just like manages to deal with it. And we both of us like we're we're very good, I would say, like at managing and not really stressing about, you know, doing all the things that we need to do making the dinner, going to bed, getting the teeth and, you know, it's like now it's just like so routine and we're kind of like, even if there's a wrench in the tire, we're fine with it. Like we just handle it. I almost feel like if I didn't have all the stuff going on, I don't know what I would do. I'm better when I have a lot of chaos going on in my life than like when it's just kind of silent. Oh, that's why you're doing so well lately. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to give everybody chaos all the time. Just throw it at you. Be like, here you go. Something else. Throw throw something else in the the mix. That's why I have 50 animals. (laughs) So getting to that, which was actually my next question, you you read my mind. Um, uh, Outside of the firm, what are your hobbies? Well, mine have definitely changed, <laughs> uh, but mine are obviously uh, animals. So I have 50 large farm animals now that I do take care of and I love. Tell everybody the animals, some of the animals. So I have 30 alpacas, 14 goats, four donkeys, and then chicken and geese. Um, and I spend a lot of time with them as much as I can. It's something that definitely grounds me and it makes me just feel happy and calm. It inspires me. Um, I think it's a really great way for our kids to grow up, um, to understand the hard work that goes into owning animals and taking care of them, having that responsibility and also going through like all the hardships that we do, because now that we have, you know, so many, it's a numbers game and there's going to be a lot of highs and there's going to be a serious amount of lows. Um, and I'm very honest with my kids about when we hit those lows and talking about death and all of those things that happen with the animals. Yes. Um, it doesn't mean that it's ever easy, but it is part of life. And it's something that I think them understanding at an early age is, is good for them. So, um, but we love our farm. I mean, it's literally like, I never want to leave my house. Like I'm literally stuck there and I'm happiest when I'm there. (laughs) So that's my hobby. <laughs> Hobbies. I think I know one of them. You love cooking. I do. Yeah. And every chance and her I... cooking is delicious, by the way. <laughs> every chance I get. I mean, I I even love shopping for the food. Like 
I just that just gives you like this high talk about like inspiration I'm like okay there's like a new vegetable out or I want to try this and I usually make up my own recipes anyway so it's just like it's something that's creative people right like we just kind of want to be creative everywhere we can so that's great that you do that and I just love entertaining like it's one of my favorite things to do and I love when people enjoy like what they're getting presented at my house and I love being at my house as well I just need a pool. <laughs> <laughs> so you girls are homebodies. Yeah. You're definitely homebodies. Uh-huh. And I can hang out at Barrett's house all the time. And it's like It's funny though, because like back in the day, if you had heard about our lives, like when we lived in New York, both of us, like we were definitely not homebodies no. whatsoever. We were like running around town at You're every like, club. It's 10 p.m. When are we going yeah. to dinner? <laughs> right. I know. Right. But now I feel like but also because I think we did live the city yeah. life and I lived it at such a young age, especially that sure. I'm now I'm o- I'm so over it. Like I literally don't care to go to the city really. I don't care to go out to dinner very much anymore. I'm I am really a homebody, which I never thought that I would ever really be like that. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I mean, I think I definitely uh, lived my life in New York and now I'm like, I'm just so ready and I have been ready just to like enjoy like the home life, the family life. And I love that you express that because m- for me too, it's like you go through these different waves of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like these different little turning points and maybe you manifested them, right? Yeah. So it's like this manifest of the the days like of out till, you know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. That's the normal. Now you're like, oh my God, I'm in bed at Nine 9 o'clock. p.m. Yeah, 9 <laughs> oh p.m. My and gosh, I'm already asleep by yeah. 9.30. Uh-huh. You're like, I passed out. And, and I totally get it. And it's like, and it keeps growing and it keeps evolving. And I and I think that's what's really interesting. And I love that both of you share that out yeah. in the open. That And it's okay to share that. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to share that your life changes, that you don't yeah. have to be the, the party girl forever. You don't, right. you know, you can share the, the home and the family life and that develops and that evolves. And again, I feel like that's something that Christine and I have just been very parallel on in our lives. Like we both lived these crazy lives in New York and... Then, you know, we moved to Philly and we both lived these lives in Philadelphia and then we became moms and then we moved to the suburbs and we're both kind of now changing as women and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And really enjoying like that change as opposed to being like depressed that now we live in the suburbs and we can't, you know, we don't yeah. go out to the city anymore. Like we're actually like the opposite. We're like, oh, yes. we're like we have to go to a vendor dinner in philly kill me i know (laughs) you're like can't we go five minutes down the road i know yeah live in sweats constantly i love it i have some cards here i don't know what Uh these questions are so i'm gonna just pull them randomly and whoever wants to go or go first or however you want to do it we're gonna we're gonna see what these present okay Ooh, (laughs) i like it what room in your house best reflects your personality? My wow, kitchen. this is so perfect. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I do think that that would be what you the, would say. Well, for sure for you. Yeah, my kitchen. I mean, the stone that I actually chose for my kitchen it looks like like roots of a tree. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, we named the house the tree house. So it's kind of like resembles like, it has like a significance to it. It's a beautiful. That's and beautiful. It, and, it, and it's like, also, I always think of like the roots of your family and like my family is going to grow up in this house forever. We're never moving. And it's just kind of like that forever I, home that you're yeah. growing your roots at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just I just loved I just love being in there for that reason. Besides, obviously, cooking. Barrett, what about you? I don't know. I There's so many, but I, I guess I would say my ladies lounge. Um, It's, you know, it 
definitely is my com- it's a comfort level for me in there. So I can party, I can have fun, I can dance, I can drink, I can get silly with my friends, but it's all in like my own home and my own comfort level. Um, so I guess that's why I love that space the most. I thought you were gonna say your closet. I feel like that's your, your like, well, that that's also your that, space. That is also my space. Yeah. But I do have like the most fun fun in the ladies' yeah. lounge. So do I. Can I say the ladies' lounge? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's so many different rooms and we use them in so many different ways. So. But that's good. That's what you're supposed to do, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is your industry. I mean, if, you know, the things that you design, if you don't want to be there and right. call it home and like you're saying, like spread your roots and, and grow. I mean, right. that's what you're doing. You're you're giving those gifts to other people that are hiring you. So if you're doing it yourself and that's what you love and you inspire to do, then you know you're doing something right. 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 You know, um, what is one interesting thing about yourself? No one really knows. Oh, gosh, I feel like I have a few of those things. Pick the best. What one. would you say, Christina, about me that no one really knows except for that I'm psychic? That's what people don't know that. That's a good yeah, one. You're psychic. I want to know. Read I definitely, my palm. What, what I definitely have like a crazy intuition, oh, like okay. crazy. Okay. And I can feel things that are going to happen. I've like called things out to Christina that are going to happen. And then, it, and then they happen. They do. What it's about crazy. you? What's your one thing no one knows about you? I don't know if people know that I'm a twin. I have a twin brother. He's an architect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He lives in hmm, interesting he lives collaboration in Cal- there. I don't know. Is it in the bloodline? I don't know. I know. And my dad was a civil engineer, and my mom owned a wedding cake business, oh, like wow. a famous wedding cake. So business. you've got so your have- cooking on the one side, yeah. your design, and mm-hmm. your meticulous way of that on the other side. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. All right, we got one more, and then we're gonna talk about hashtags here on Baroness Podcast. Who do you look up most to, and why? Well, I feel like I should say my mom out of respect, <laughs> but um, Kelly Wurstler is definitely going to be my go-to in terms of in the design industry. She's the most um, groundbreaking designer. She's also a mom to boys, and I love that about her, yeah. and she spends so much time with her boys, and she's very like open about that, and I love seeing that she's such like a family person. Um, she has incredible fashion sense, and she wears whatever she feels like wearing, and I also love that about her as well. Um, so all in all, she's kind of like the package of what I would say is essentially my idol. Okay. Yeah, so Bear and I actually share the same love for the same person, and it's another reason why like just – both like aesthetically, fashion, design, yeah. everything. Like we truly look up to this person because she's God to us. So I have to say, same thing. So I'm guessing that's why there's this deep connection. I mean, yeah. you guys are. This is this is perfect. So every Baroness podcast, I've been writing down some of these inspirational, positive words that we've been chatting about this whole time, and I'm going to read them as they were hashtags that when I would post your podcast, these are some hashtags you might see me use. And then I want you to tell me what your personal hashtag would be. Okay, they do not have to be from this list. It can just be of your own intuition here we go stars align jack of all trades working moms boost of confidence genuine personalities relationships our best easy to talk to experience give yourself putting yourself out there keep trucking brain energy respect each other keeping up it's okay to say no be present and responsibility those are good i know those are all really good mine would be believe i also have a 
tattoo on my wrist in Afrikaans that means believe, but that would be my definite. Believe. Okay, yeah. beautiful. What about you? Slay it. <laughs> Slay it. I love it. Awesome. Let's do it. Well, listen, if everybody wants to find you, look at your designs, can you tell them again where to where to follow you, where yeah. to find you? So obviously we have a website sure. <laughs> and that's widelbachetti.com. And then also our Instagram, which is widelbachetti. Awesome. I want to thank you both so much for joining me today on the Baroness podcast. It's been awesome kind of getting deeper into knowing you today. And I appreciate you just being here and being one of these inspirational power women couples that I, I think everybody should look up to, um, you know, personally from a friendship perspective to to business. So thank you both for sharing. Thanks for, well, having, thanks for us. having us. I know. Take care. Thanks. You've been listening to the RCBC Baroness podcast, which highlights women in leadership while encouraging listeners to build their skills, connect with the community and visualize the opportunities available to women in various professions. For more information about this podcast or other podcasts available on the RCBC podcast network, visit our rcbc.edu slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to the rcbc baroness podcast available on all streaming platforms